Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the YouTube Business Academy podcast. My name is George, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Ron. In this episode today, we are going to talk about how to get your first 100,000 views on your YouTube video. Some of the points that we are going to cover are making the title and thumbnail appealing to a wider audience. How do you go about that? How do you analyze? How do you actually, you know, decide and, and think about, okay, is that a good title and thumbnail? So the packaging of the video. And then a couple of more things are analyzing and looking and reading the writing on the wall, which is super important. And lastly, we are going to touch upon this new format of workshops that we've been having in our community, the YouTube Business Academy. If, by the way, you still haven't joined that, it's the first thing down in the description. Ron, how are you? I'm doing good, actually. As you know, I've been a little bit in a monk mode lately, like a lot of focusing on YouTube, staying at home, and also because it's really cold outside here, so uh, <laughs> I don't have anything else to do, but I'm, I'm doing well. And uh, what about you? You just came home back from... Uh, from winter sport? Yes, no? I just returned back from Austria. I was in Kitzbühel and that was really fun. Did a little bit of winter sports. So now I am re-energized and ready to crush the YouTube game. You went to the saunas <laughs> as well, right? <laughs> yeah. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've experienced something which is called Kaiserbad, which is like... Um, yeah, a German sauna. So my our German listeners are gonna know, but you know, for people coming outside, it can be it could be a little bit of a shock, like a cultural different shock. But for me, it wasn't because I'm really used to like you know naked saunas and stuff. But anyway, as for a whole other different conversation, yeah, all, <laughs> we're talking about all, YouTube. <laughs> all I want to say right now is just that it was amazing. So awesome. with that in mind, let's jump right into it. So how has been your YouTube progress? What's new? What's on your mind? Yeah, basically, I've been deep diving into a lot of YouTube videos lately um, because I just want to find out, like, what's the secret sauce that people are, are having or are using to, to go right. viral and to get so many views. Because first glance, I, like, I, I check some videos and they look, on the outside, they look so simple. Like, you see the thumbnail and you see the title and you think, like, how did it got, like, millions of views? Why? I can do that like, as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's probably also a reason uh, why a lot of people start with, like, the YouTube automation game. Because it looks very easy on the outside, yeah. um, but deep diving into it, it, it sometimes, um, like a lot of times, it's more difficult than you think. Um, mm. So when I started out, like almost a year ago, and I, I like I thought I made things way too complicated. I always thought like when you make a video, you need to have a very specific angle that makes it interesting. You need to do add some drama to it. You need to do this and this and this. Like add a lot of things together, and then it will be a good video. But I did some research lately and especially when you're like I'm, i have a pretty new browse channel and i i saw like a trend with all, a lot of videos going viral and the trend was mostly the video wrapping so the packaging of the video is very easy to understand like as soon as you read the title you exactly know what to expect in a video so it's probably like a lot of times it's just one angle so mm. uh like, like there are, are like videos about uh like sunny v2 is a good example yeah. um he has like videos, the, the most awkward moments of Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. Like, you know exactly what to expect when you click on the video. You will right. see a video with clips of Joe Rogan that are awkward. Very easy. Now, those okay. videos, like those videos get millions of views. And I, I've been trying to implement those tactics as well to just create a very simple title that's still okay. intriguing enough to click on. 
like you can add some small words. So for example, the example I just said, like awkward, people want to know why it's awkward. That's mm -hmm. like a word that, that triggers like curiosity. Mm -hmm. But, and also like the, the type of ty thumbnail you have with the, with, with the video, it doesn't have to be so, um, so crazy or so many effects in it. Like it just needs to be understandable by a wide, broad audience, especially if you're new into the YouTube, like if you have a new YouTube channel, you, yeah. your videos will be served to a wide audience because YouTube doesn't know uh, what kind of audience fits with your channel yet. So if you just make a simple thumbnail that's easy to understand, but has a little bit of curiosity uh, in it, uh, it will be much easier for a wide audience to click on your video. And that's basically the biggest takeaway I had from all the research. It sounds very simple, but yeah, <laughs> it's more than that. Yeah. Yeah. I like your point that you said about, um, you know, the thumbnail doesn't need to be, you know, super crazy with effects and, you know, overwhelming and stuff. You know, a lot of the, not a lot, but, you know, obviously there's data out there on it, you know, which titles work and which don't, but Oftentimes we see that it's simple colors and simple dynamic of the thumbnails. So like the shapes, right? And how they're positioned. Like you can, the thing about mastering a thumbnail, it's not about mastering Photoshop per se and, you know, figuring out the different effects and stuff. Like, you know, if that would have been the case, then there have been like, you know, people have been easy. But it's like you said, it's the combination with the title and the thumbnail, right? to open a curiosity gap before a person even clicks the video. And adding on top of that is also the, you know, the preview, you know how you can hover on the video and you can see the first, you know, the video yeah. starts playing. It auto plays on the home menu. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You know, that has a huge decision on whether someone clicks or not. I've been observing my own behavior. I scroll like, okay, say I'm having food. I said, I said, I want to watch a video. I scroll. First, I see the thumbnail, it starts playing as I read the title. And then based on the first like five, 10 seconds of it playing without sound, that's me deciding if I'm gonna watch it or not. Yeah. Which is huge, which gives you like, like if you think about that, you need to get a person interested in to watch your whole video in the first like five, 10 seconds of the video without playing any sound, like that's the trick. Yeah. Like, that's hard, man. Yeah, but there need to be things happening in the first seconds that also match perfectly with the title and thumbnail. Otherwise, yeah. people will not click on it or keep watching. So that's also a big takeaway. If you see a huge drop in your, in, your intro retention or your intro sucks because there's not too much going on yeah. or your, your intro is not matching that your title and thumbnail. So people click on your video packaging. Yeah. They expect something. And the first 30 seconds is not matching with what you proposed in the beginning with, mm -hmm. in the beginning. So it, it, it actually, you just need to keep it very simple, basically. You need to tell in the title what you're going to show. The thumbnail needs to show that as well. And you can add like a, maybe one word to it that will like strengthen your title. Um, and then the intro needs to be about what you said in the title. Like mm -hmm. pretty easy. But I yeah. see a lot of people making mistakes with, with it. I did it myself in the beginning as well. I saw huge drops, like 50% of the people left in the first 30 seconds. And it just basically means people expected something else in the beginning. And yeah, yeah you need to fix your presentation. And my suggestion to the people watching or listening, like do your research to competitors that are doing well and find out how they like propose their titles and thumbnails. Most of the time, it's very easy to understand and yeah, that way people also 
know what to expect in a video and probably keep watching for longer in the beginning. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I also remember uh, Mr. B said that like, you know, reaffirm exactly what the person clicked on. So exactly what you said, you know? So if they're clicking to see a video, you know, I put hundred strangers on, on an island or whatever, you know, then you want to start the video by saying, hey, here are a hundred strangers <laughs> on, this, on this island, you know? Yeah. And now let the games begin. Um, yeah. But yeah. S same with the rebound channel. Like it's a, that's a basketball, in the basketball niche. Yeah. And they, they, they have like videos of like, um, let me quickly check. These are the most viral moments in NBA history. Yeah. And literally the video starts off with these are the most viral moments in NBA <laughs> history. And he does it with every video. And this video of this channel is generated over 700 million views. It got over almost 3 million subscribers. So these guys know what they're doing, you know, yeah. and check the big channels. And they, they, the thing they all have in common, they make it look very simple and easy to digest and understand. Yeah. But this world of faceless YouTube is crazy. Some of the top earners, some of the top creator owners are actually people behind, you know, the, the operations of these faceless channels. I was talking to um, my uh, graphic designer and video editor, uh, Rayhan, shout out. Uh, he, we he's also talking. my editor, <laughs> my jungle <laughs> designer. So nice. Yeah, he has he has a good team, and yeah. so we were talking on the phone, and he said that he you know he has a client um, whom uh, he makes thumbnails for, and the client I think like wired him like two thousand dollars for you know some like certain like hundreds of thumbnails. Uh, I think he told me. Yeah, he told well, you yeah, about that, yeah, yeah. and that guy hires people from like. Harvard and Stanford, like engineers, to um, pro like uh, uh, make a program that is integrated with the Google API, so with the YouTube API, and they're basically like they I don't know exactly what it is, but he was telling me, and I was like in awe. I was like, whoa, you know. And that guy runs like what was it, like over a hundred channels or something. I don't I can't, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's like insane numbers, right? Like insane numbers. So. That really opened my eye to like, okay, you know, this faceless YouTube thing is, there's there are people behind it that are like huge, you know? Yeah, you have one guy from Fex First. I think his channel is got like 9 million subscribers. And he's it's also like a faceless channel. And the owner of the channel, I think his channel name is Side Hustle Culture. He's also giving away value about YouTube automation. And also what he's telling, like, it's crazy, like how how, how all those systems are like set up. And also like watch watch mojo yeah. that guy he has like multiple like that's a very big one he started really early but he has like a, also an interview on youtube which is also very interesting to watch back but it's basically you have a media company and yeah. a lot of youtube automation channel owners they maybe start off with one channel it's successful they will start building a second channel which is kind of related to their main channel they send traffic yeah. from their main channel to the second channel and two, three, three years further, you have like a whole media company that's like dominating in a certain niche or area. And then it's not just, oh, I have a YouTube channel. Then you have like an actual media company, which is kind of crazy. And like 10 years ago, like it was never, you could never have like such a media company and, and operate it from your bedroom, you know? But what's the difference between an old fashioned media company and a YouTube media company? And it's, so, it's slowly sh shifting, I think. 
It's shifting you know? for sure, yeah. but like let's say can, like an old school media company, right? Let's say I don't know Disney, right? That's the biggest one that it comes to mind. And then let's say you know uh, was that a big Canadian company? I can't remember exactly what it is, but I have a YouTube short about it um, that they own like you know tens, maybe hundreds of faceless channels, and it, it, this like a, and they're only on YouTube, right? So those are two complete. Oh, those are two complete. Um, sides of like spectrum right it's media but one is like traditional disney kind of making movies animations and the other one is like hey uh we only doing this one like platform specifically right so they are oriented towards youtube right so the biggest difference is like if like if you turn on the television you don't choose or you kind of choose by clicking through the channels what you're going to watch right but then it's the people behind those tv networks they decide what's going to be aired, right? But on YouTube, it's like, you can either type and search what you want, or you go there and you have all these different suggestions in front of you in the browse, right? And you get to like, pick and choose what you want to watch. So the game is completely different because you need to understand what gets someone to click and what gets someone to watch. Yeah, it's completely on demand now, basically. And it's like, I think now, in my country at least like if i check my parents like they still watch tv and my and all the, like all the people like 50 plus maybe in my uh, environment still a lot like watch tv and also of course watch netflix but they still check the news on tv and but i think mm-hmm. 10 20 20 years ahead like those people will become older and like once a generation that grown up with like uh, the phone becomes older i think they will never watch tv again yeah, yeah. so it it no. will slowly fade away yeah. I think like linear TV, like cable TV. I don't even have cable TV at home. I don't have a TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, like in my environment, I don't. We don't have like my parents bought a TV recently, a new one, but and we have the cable, but we didn't connect it because I told them why. You guys watch YouTube themselves, right? They don't watch like news and stuff on a the TV. They yeah. get it from the, the internet as well. So yeah, I don't know. It's a big think, shift. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's definitely. crazy. It's crazy. I think that you can just build like media companies out of your bedroom if you know how the game works, you know, because if you get like decent amount of views, you can have a decent amount of cash flow coming in and you can invest in so many good freelancers and you can basically start the spin wheel. And from there, things will go can go really fast if you have the cash flow to invest in like talent and everything. Yeah, 100%. It's very competitive. It's really hard and it's very expensive. Okay. Now you got to choose which one of those you want to incur in the beginning, right? Let's say you don't have any cash, right? But you are hungry, right? You can start making everything yourself. Like we have, um, the guy, he goes by the name, nickname of same in our community, dude, he's like 16. He's also from the Netherlands. He's making like over five grand a month making videos from his bedroom, dude. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> if you have a little bit of money, search, search videos can still be done. Shorts as well. However, RPM at the moment is not the best. Yeah. But like those two are still, uh, it's still possible to, to get like familiar with the YouTube game yeah. and, and still uh, have people make the videos for you. Um, ju- just to get a, yeah, get to know the game a little bit. But yeah, eventually if you're really hungry and you have the time, why not le- learn some basic skills? Yeah, I agree. It's also interesting because, you know, 
I started off, right? Like I'm looking from my experience on YouTube. I started with a personal brand channel and I was sure I was looking at what others are doing, but it took me a very long time and I'm still figuring it out what kind of titles work. And what I've learned over these past three years is that certain videos are going to just work better than other videos. That's it. So what works for you? Like you you came to the realization. uh, So after three years of doing a personal (laughs) brand on YouTube, almost getting to 7,000 subscribers, right? uh, Publishing, you know, I I can't remember how much, maybe over 200 videos by now, 250. Um, I've learned that you need to make videos that are working for other people. Let's say, for example, that on my channel, I've noticed a recurring pattern that every time I make a video titled, I tried X, Y, and Z, plug whatever you want there, affiliate marketing, dropshipping, YouTube automation, for X amount of days, right? Seven days, 30 days. That video gets 10 times the views, the amount of views than other videos get. Yeah. It's just it's just like, like, go on my channel, check it out. <laughs> I make a video, gets two, 300 views, like a random one. I make a title... I make a video titled, I tried, you know, affiliate marketing on TikTok for seven days. Boom, 90% search traffic, almost 5,000 views in 20 days. And the video is not even good. Like, I didn't plan it. I didn't, I just literally, I was like, oh, let me just record my screen. So I started doing it. I started recording my screen, started recording my camera. That's it. Now, think about it. If I make a similar video, but with good storytelling, with, you know, good planning and that that can be a game changer so once again <laughs> i talked to rayhan and he was like dude if you just make like 20 of these videos like this like really good ones bangers you'll be at 100k and that really inspired me and it really makes sense in my head you know what i mean like if i just double down on this thing that works and make it even better because you need to understand one thing on youtube it's like the increase in your video performance is not proportional to the increase in the reach you get. Okay, now, think about that for a second. What does that mean? That means that if you improve your video, let's say you have an eight-minute video, right? And you have an average view retention of you know 40%, right? Let's just say an example. Now, if you get it to 45%, right, you will see a little increase in performance. But if you get that video to, let's say, 50% retention, right, the improvement is not going to be a 10% improvement in views, right? So you, you, it's not like you're going to go from 300 views to, you know, 330. It can be going from 300 to, like, 3,000, you know? So a 10% improvement in retention can be a 10x improvement in reach and eventually views as well you know what i mean that is yeah, crazy yeah. that's combined with ctr exactly that is the craziest thing so like putting a little bit of like putting more effort into each video and making sure that you have a banger story that you have you know a good hook that you know you have something at the end so like you know people are continuing continually watching you have a good packaging and everything that is the ultimate thing. You know, YouTube is a moving, living thing as well. Back in the day, it used to be what of the KC Neistat um, era. It used to be daily uploads, right? It used to be like upload daily. The train doesn't stop. 
<laughs> I'm still in the party mode. <laughs> yeah. But 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 now it's like we are now going through the you know crazy spectacle um, era of like Mr. Beast and all that. You know, uh, I spent hundred million dollars on this video, or whatever. Like sure, like each single video is like crazy quality. But I feel like now we're slowly shifting into an era of more of like. I recently yesterday watched a Ryan Trahan video. He has a new one. It's like I survived the loneliest job, and he w- he goes to an island in Norway where he just like spends a day or two days in a lighthouse, like cleaning and stuff. It's super like you would never think that you can make that into a really interesting story, but I was in awe watching that video because it's amazing storytelling. It's the kind of storytelling that you're like whoa you know like very very good yeah but i've also seen like the trend like more people are talking out of their own experience and like as you mentioned with your new like ideas of your current uh, video your current video ideas it's all talking about how i did something instead of like like back in the days with how to make money it's all like in the the guys that's making the video is sitting in a role of like a teacher hey this is how you should make money but now it's all like more transparent in my opinion and people are just sharing their experience with how i did it instead of telling some someone how how to do something i think that's also a transition people are more more talking about their own experience yeah instead of just saying how you should do something yeah i think it's it's just all natural you know because like everything is evolving, everything is changing, you know, the audience as well, like sure, there are newcomers into the market all the time, people who are uneducated, people who are just getting sucked in into the online world and who need to go through a couple of webinars and, you know, be, get sold on a couple of courses and stuff like that. But eventually, you know, people get educated and familiar with the online space because it's a whole different world, you know what I mean? Like you need to learn how to navigate this world, really. Yeah. And... Yeah, I think you're 100% right about that. Maybe newcomers would be drawn to something like that. Like, hey, I'm going to you know, show you how you can do that. But then, you know, people who've been and people who are looking for more, you know, quality information, they are drawn to like, hey, this is what I did, right? And then we can see it in the numbers. For example, um, Alex Hermosi, right? He blew up because he just talks yeah. about, hey, this is what I did. Right, and That's this is the approach. Yeah. And this is the approach that you and I are now taking. You know, we're shifting away from move uh, from you know talking to how to do something to hey, this is what we are doing. Right? Yeah, but it's not the title of this podcast. <laughs> That's still how to. But you, you get the idea. But yeah, like the thing is also if you talk from your own experience. Nobody can say say like, hey, that's invalid or that's not true because you're talking about your own experience. Yeah. Um, but to recap, basically, you will in, like your future videos will be around like the I, I tried or I did concept for 30 days or for seven days or. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because the writing is on the wall. I've done them. They work way better than all the other titles. And now what I'm going to do is I'm going to, number one, do more of I tried and number two is I'm going to focus on the storyline, right? So I want to create actual story that gets you hooked and that you want to continue watching, right? And my belief and my understanding after all of this, right, kind of my this <laughs> one little thing that I come under is that if I just make really good video with this title, for example, I tried SMMA for seven days or for 30 days, or I tried drop shipping for 30 days, or I tried YouTube automation using only AI for seven or 30 days, right? Like these titles, right? 
Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, we, we can basically do a request to the listeners and viewers. If there's something that you wanted to try but never did, just ask yeah. George if he can do it and you will find out if it works or not. But you know what's crazy? It's crazy because I did a community post on my channel where I asked, hey, help me you know, figure out what I need to do, like what kind of content. And actually, I think two or three people commented, um, I tried POD, so print on demand, and I tried SMMA. So people are already requesting that. I just need that's to listen cool. better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And get out of my own head and actually, yeah, you know, see what, see what works. Yeah, exactly. It's not yeah. about me. You know, it's it's just about like you, the listener, the viewer, and it's about like and if you're in a position of where you're creating content, whether it's personal brand or faceless, you need to serve the audience. Don't serve the algorithm. Don't serve yourself. Right? First, creators get started by serving themselves. Oh, I'm gonna make this because I think I'm cool. <laughs> out of the out of the door. Then the next one is like, oh fuck, I need to figure out the, the algorithm, right? So then they start talking about now I need to figure out how to serve the algorithm. But then like at the end of the day, people watch your videos, right? So you need to focus on the viewer satisfaction and understand like, okay, what would the people enjoy watching, right? Yeah. Also a big mistake I made in the beginning. I was just like, ah, if the video editing looks good enough and the story is good, people will come. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's not true. This, you know, things are much harder in life than you expect. <laughs> That's yeah, what yeah. I learned. And uh, it's the people who persevere and who, oh, by the way, I'm going to switch. Your search is doing really well. Yeah. 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 Search is picking up nicely and uh, slowly focusing now on more long form uh, videos. So eight minutes plus to get a higher CPM, or yeah. like revenue. How many yeah. views are you getting now every 48 hours on your search channel? Around 19K now. And, so how uh, much? So how much I, is that in revenue per day, approx? Uh, per day, it's 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 between only thirteen to to sixteen, that to fifteen. Okay. So, but that's why I'm doing more and more longer videos because I, I have videos getting like two k views and the the earnings are like two dollar. <laughs> so it doesn't make <laughs> sense to to make more of those. Yeah. So I'm 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 now publishing thirty five longs per month and one hundred. 20, 150 shorts per month, like shorter videos, tutorials. Yeah. Um, so more doubling down on, on the revenue and not as much as the views, but I'm still doing the short videos to build up like the authority. Yeah. So get the subscribers, get the views. So YouTube knows like, oh, he's uploading a lot and he's like the real deal, I hope. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I will just continue. And I think within, uh, within a year, around $1,500, I hope in Let's one year, go. over one year. I think it's realistic. Nice. Yeah, that'd be nice. A little cash flow come into your pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, I, I told you before, like I'm spending one hour a week just finding the topics and the rest yeah. is almost all automated. So I'm not uploading, I'm not making the thumbnails, I'm not making the videos. So if one year from now it, it's making 1K to 2K, take two, one to 2K a month, I will keep investing like five to 600 euros, but then I still have like a, at least a thousand extra a month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just in, in the pocket and I can invest in new channels or just keep yeah. it or I don't know. No, it's good. It's good. The consistent cash flow from searches is, is amazing. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, let's touch about the last point of this uh, episode today is the the workshops. So yeah. we are introducing a new thing, or we actually already did. We've did we've done one. Yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, two weeks ago, 
I think, yeah, I think two weeks yeah. ago, uh, we did like a, a workshop or a masterclass, like how, how you would like to see it. Like, as I told in the beginning, I, I'm doing more and more research and I'm like checking out certain channels in my niche, but also in different niches and analyze like, how do they, how is, how is their video opening? Like how does, and how do they really hook the audience through the whole video? How does the video editing look in the beginning? And how do they really hook the audience with the video editing and blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah, like everything. And I basically shared uh, my first findings uh, of Sunny V2, big YouTuber. I shared it in the in the masterclass two weeks ago. And yeah, if you're in the community, you can just join and ask your questions. And it's basically, uh, yeah, I go by every point of the of the YouTuber and, and, yeah. and analyze like, hey, why does he do, does this thing to like? It's all basically tips and tricks big YouTubers are using to keep yeah. you hooked, to make you click. And a lot of things are very sub subtle, you know. You don't notice them. And maybe by joining the masterclass, you can learn something. And uh, yeah, yeah, we're introducing that uh, to YBA. Yeah, that was super amazing. It's a new concept. And uh, so before we used to do these masterminds where we would invite someone who is already doing really well on YouTube and they would, you know, talk about their story. And we still you know, do then, that, by the way. Yeah, we still yeah. do that. It's still cool. But what we tried doing now is Ron shared this document with me. He was like, hey, um, I've been doing a bunch of research. And I was like, dude. And he's like, I'm just going to publish it on the, in, in the community. I'm like, dude. I'm like, wait, <laughs> this is amazing. Like we should, we should do this like, you know, together with everyone. So then we did, and that was our first little upgrade. Then the next upgrade was George, another guy from the community messaged me right after the, the workshop. And he's like, guys, why aren't you like streaming this live on YouTube? Like you'll find, you'll get, you'll reach so many more people than just doing it internally. And I was like, wait. That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> Why didn't we think of that earlier? <laughs> so, so now what we're going to be doing is both like I'm going to be putting together documents. Ron is going to be putting together documents with all the different research and insights, breaking down, you know, different channels and fa like, you know, faceless and personal brand. Or just, you know, like, cause we're in this deep, right? We're in this like every day, right? Taking notes and researching and all insights. So, once we have a compiled and organized list of, you know, breaking down a specific channel, for example, like we, like you can go back and check out, there's a Sunny V2 breakdown, right? On this, um, in this episode of podcasts or on YouTube. And um, yeah, that's what we're going to be doing now more of. So every time we're going to have, uh, maybe next week we'll do one as well. Sure. So maybe by the time you're listening, this, uh, it's either live or what's happening now, but it's basically, we sit down and we go, point by point, breaking down exactly like Ron said, okay, this is the channel, this is what they're doing, this is what we've learned so far. And yeah, I think this, uh, people loved it, right? It's beneficial for everyone, it's free. If you would like to join and ask your question, we would like to invite you as well. So click the link in the description below, join the community, uh, it's on Discord, it's free. Uh, we're going to be sending out emails as well, announcing when uh, the workshop is going to be happening. So that's going to be a lot of fun and very beneficial and valuable for everyone, right? We learn, we learn by explaining and teaching it to others. You guys find it beneficial because you get, you know, someone else analyzing a lot of information and just giving you kind of like the, the creme de la crop. I think that's the, the creme <laughs> the de la creme. I think. Creme de la creme. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think, um, I think it's going to work super well. But for now, we're just focusing on just really providing value and not so much on, on anything else. Just learning ourselves and kind of in the grind mode, just putting our heads down and just doing the work, you know, and eventually something good is going to come out of it.
Exactly. Yeah, so make sure to join the Discord community if you're not in there, so you don't miss the next announcement uh, of the Masterclass or the Mastermind. Yeah, and if yeah. you have any questions for us, please do let us know, because maybe we should make a separate channel on Discord where people can like leave their questions, be like, hey, can you guys talk about this? You know, can you guys talk about this? And, and that, that would be cool. I think we should figure something out like this, by the way. This, this is a good idea. Yeah. So anyway... Um, I hope you guys found this podcast episode valuable. Thank you so much for watching, listening, subscribing, and we will see you in the next one. Ciao. Yes. Bye-bye.